Welcome to Erotic Awakening with Dan and Dawn, a weekly view of all things erotic. From BDSM to erotic spirituality, from swinging as a lifestyle to simply fun kink, each week we bring you a diverse offering of erotic and alternative lifestyles in its many forms. This podcast includes frank discussions of highly sexual topics. This podcast is intended for consenting adults over the age of 18. If you are offended by this type of content, we recommend you stop listening right now. (laughs) Hi, Don. Hi, Dan. I always find just the right spot to start recording. We are here tonight with, uh, in studio, we have Karen of Polly Columbus and international famous rope presenter Julia. Hi, ladies. Hello. And for some reason, although I've got three beautiful women in studio tonight, we are recording things instead of playing uh, one of the sexist fun card games. All the card games, so we'll get around to that. (laughs) At some point. Uh, starting next week, though, we are going live most Mondays. Mm-hmm. So we did want to mention that. And that'll be maybe three out of four or three out of five, depending on the Something leap like year that. thingamajig. Yeah. Mondays that we'll be re, uh, recording the mm-hmm. podcast. So if you wanted to interact with us live, you could head over to the Erotic Awakening website. Right. We have a chat room and a live stream set up. We and do. you could ask questions or make comments or... <laughs> whatever <laughs> whatever you want to do while we're recording maybe so, you'll... yeah but we're having a lot of fun with this so we think we're going to give it a little bit more energy and um see how it flows so that's starting on eleven twenty nine. yes you'll find us live most mondays mm-hmm. but before we get there i wanted to uh i want to talk a little bit about what we've done recently because we've done some uh, really interesting stuff. And we'll start off, let's talk a little bit about Louisville. You just came back from Servants Retreat with Catherine Gross. I did. So um, the Louisville Munch Group sponsored Catherine Gross coming in. And she is a um, lifestyle life coach. So with tons of years of experience in the lifestyle, both as a dom and a slave. So, and she brought her experience into that. And there was like 12 of us there and just chatting about all kinds of psychological stuff when it comes to being a lowercase letter. So this was really digging in the dirt type stuff. This was really getting it, into the deeper psyche of what, of what? Mm-hmm. I, um, it was in, digging into the psyche of um, what can block us from being the best servant that we can be. Okay. So being the best submissive, being the best servant, being the best slave, you know. Uh, it seems that a lot of us there are perfectionist, mm-hmm. but we run into stumbling blocks because this is a um, unusual lifestyle for most. So looking at how to recognize the stumbling blocks, um, speak them. Some of us, some of us had not spoken them yet to anybody. So we got to speak them, be heard, and then she gave us tons of tools that we could use and different ways of thinking about things. Okay. So, and what I'm already hearing from contact with some of the the people that were there today um, is it's already helping. I mean, it was just amazing to watch. Very cool. Mm -hmm. So that's a servant's retreat. And somebody could find out more about that by heading over to BDSMclasses.com, I think is uh, Catherine's website. I would highly recommend it, but bring the tissues. (laughs) (laughs) Which is why I ain't going. Yes. (laughs) And then, uh, and Karen, you just came back from St. Louis where you attended the Thanksgiving event. 
We did. It was a wonderful event. They did a great job. Very friendly people, um, beautiful hotel, lots of stuff going on. It was a nice change of pace to go and not have responsibilities. So um, what I enjoyed the most was just having downtime, not having to be anywhere other than a DM shift, mm-hmm. um, do whatever we wanted and just enjoy enjoy being there. Now, now one of the things that um, I've often said on this podcast is that, you know, all the different events have, there's pros and cons, and we could say wonderful things about Kinky College or wonderful mm-hmm. things about um, Central Ohio, Ohio Perversion Excursion. Yes. But I keep saying that the, the late night buffet that Jason puts Ooh. out is the best. I and was going to ask how the food was. So, <laughs> that's it? It was good? It was. <laughs> we only ate the one night at the buffet. But it was so good. Why would we? It was very good. What did you think of Thanksgiving, Dan? Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> it was about the food. Apparently, <laughs> uh, well, I had a great time as well. And um, as listeners to the podcast know, and some of them that we ran into at the event, mm-hmm. uh, Karen and I went to an event. And this is kind of different for you and I. You and I don't normally get to go to these events as a couple, so that was kind of neat. Um, Thanksgiving is not all about spanking, contrary to popular belief. <laughs> Damn. No. <laughs> you could do spanking there, but it's, you know, there's all kinds of stuff going on. You and I attended uh, a Rope 101 class, mm-hmm. and um, and it was really neat because what they were showing me, I was like, well, Julia already showed me how to do that. <laughs> I just told Julia the same thing. Well, so that was really neat. Um, I agree with you. It was a really fun event, great event. They have a, a wonderful staff there. They uh, And they, they, they really treated us like stars and very much appreciated um how warm they make people feel, especially, you know, something where you and I really don't know too many people there. Mm-hmm. And um, so, like you said, it was nice to just be people there. Mm-hmm. You know, so I that was fun. I didn't get to go do nudie swimming, though, and I really wanted to. I forgot all about the nudie swimming. Yeah, I was just too tired at the end of the day to go. What were the two of you doing? <laughs> we Practicing rope. We weren't nudie swimming. No. <laughs> We and DMing snoring, and doing community stuff. Yeah. But I'll tell you one of the neat things about that. Julia has this look. Oh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> one of the neat things about when you go to an event like this is it is you do get to you can either play and stay up till 4 a.m. interacting and eating and talking to people or you can chill. And we did a fair we amount did a lot of, of chilling. We did a fair amount of chilling. Yeah. So that was fun. So that's Thanksgiving, and that's the Servants Retreat, and that's what we've done recently. And Dawn, we don't have a lot else coming up in the next couple of weeks. No, we don't. I mean, I've actually been a, a little stressed out looking at the calendar because we've had a lot everything like back-to-back-to-back-to-back and like three things in one weekend last weekend. And then I looked at the calendar, and it's like, ah, we've actually got a break until like the third weekend of January. Now, if I didn't know what was happening in the third week of January, <laughs> right, <laughs> Mm-hmm. I could go look at the calendar, mm-hmm. but how else could I find out what I've got coming in my future? I don't know. Well, <laughs> I could get a hold of our good friend Cindy, oh, who would that's help, right. perhaps help guide oh, me along oh, the way. Oh, nicely done. Thank I like you. That. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, as people know, we love to promote people uh, that we believe in. And uh, recently we came across an old friend of ours, a, a, a gifted clairvoyant medium named Cindy. And I think that Cindy would be a big hit at some of these events because we get wacky and interesting and alternative mm-hmm. and seekers that come oh, to these absolutely. events. absolutely, seekers. And she is just fabulous, so very gifted. She does the tarot readings, the astrology, numerology. So she just, 
And just about everything she has told me has been right on the money. And, and one of the th- reasons that I like to promote Cindy is not mm-hmm. because she isn't one of these people that have gone out and gone to an online tarot reading course oh, no. or picked up a book mm. or two here and there. I mean, she's been a serious student of this for the last yes. 30 years. Yes. So uh, we very much like to promote people that we believe in, as I mentioned. And if you would like a little guidance in your life, you could contact Cindy at this email address that we have for her, which we'll put on the, the show notes. Yes. So you'll just have to head over to the website mm-hmm. to find it there because uh, otherwise I'll just mess it up. And <laughs> instead I'll give you a link, a link to click, and then that'll there put you a hold of her. That'll work. And I also, I, I tell you, I'm going to pitch because we know somebody that always, when they run the event, they want mm-hmm. that next big thing, that yes. next thing that nobody else does. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, you put yourself a, a sexy Cindy... Sexy Cindy, yeah. <laughs> the tarot reader and clairvoyant. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they'll keep her busy. I think they will. Um, so that's that. So that takes us into the question of the day. Mm-hmm. And our question of the day is... Uh, so we got this question that says, you know, we, <laughs> we talk a lot about the different events that we go to. And we do talk a lot about the different events we go to. So what is the big reason you go? What do you get out of it? So we have event goers here around the table, and we'll go go this way this time. (laughs) And we'll start with Karen. (laughs) And what is one of the things that you get out of going to these events? Well, um, I said earlier that people who know me know that I am, what did I say? Kink Kink Light. Light. Kink Light, light, which I like better than Vanilla Twist. The low-calorie version of Kink. I like it. Right? Um, So when I go to events locally and in Ohio, I'm going to be with my family and my community and to give back uh, to the community as well because I think they do really wonderful things. So when I'm local, I'm typically working, but would go anyway just to be around my family and friends. It was fun to go out of state and not be working, um, but definitely took something away from meeting new people, new experiences, see how they're doing things. Next on my wish list for events is to go to a poly-based or energy, sacred touch, sacred sensuality-based event, because I think I'll, that's where my um, deep interests lie, and I mm-hmm. think I could learn even more from that. So that would, learning things like um, Kundalini energy rising would be more up your street than perhaps uh, hook pulls? Sure. I don't really know what that last one is. That's where we take a hook and <laughs> yes, it would absolutely be more of like hookables. No. <laughs> like, is that like no? <laughs> <Some> lunchables <laughs> <laughs> for hookers? Yes, a good snack all the go for a hooker. Hookables. I'm gonna have to come up with that product, Don. What do you get out of going to these events? So, well, one of the things I like to mention a lot, like I said, is the whole immersion. So, you know, once you get there, it's a whole new environment. You know, it's your people. It's your community. You don't have to hide yourself. You know, most of our stuff is kink events or leather events. So we get to put on our, our, our leather and my collar and, you know, you can hook me on a leash if you want to or, or whatever goes on. But usually at events, we also get to teach, too. So that's just a fabulous part of it. Mm-hmm. So to meet new people and... Yeah, I could spend a lot of time there. It would probably get mundane if you spent too much time there. It becomes we're work. Probably, yeah, we're probably right at that borderline. But um, it, it gets a little confusing when I go out to the vanilla world now. <laughs> right. So I'd rather be at an event. Okay. Julia? 
Well, I would say when I started going to events, it was definitely how to le- to learn how to do things. So, you know, how do I beat someone with an angry squirrel or, <laughs> you know. Funny, I missed that class. <laughs> it's a great class. Um, it's different if they're not angry. But <laughs> now it's more to... Uh, to dress up in my finest, because I do like clothes. Oh, yes. Julia's closet. Yes. The legend of Julia's closet. And to dress other people in my clothes, because it's nice to have human Barbies. But And then also to <laughs> spend time with the people that I have known and people that I haven't known for many, many years and, and just get that sense of community that you don't get necessarily in your day-to-day life. Um, it's very important to me. Okay, very cool. Um, I'm going to say for myself, one of the reasons that I like to go to these events is for the boobies. So here we are, we're still at the presenter's luncheon, and who did we come across but Mary Kay, the sex educator, who has been on the show before, and I'm reading off your little name badge here, it says geeky, omnisexual, switch sexual educator. Wow. Oh, and I've been embracing that omnisexual You like that? I like you like that? that? I like it too. Yay, <laughs> spreading the love. So the second thing that it says is there's ask me about erotic weight gain fetish. And I had just recently been to my first ever class about erotic weight gain as a fetish. I didn't even know such a thing exists. So is it like something that's very, just one out of one, out of one percent of erotic people are into? Is that why I haven't heard of it? I don't, I honestly don't know the numbers, but it isn't very common. I can tell you that much. Um, it's hard to, it's not like, it's not like you just go online and find all sorts of people who are like into BDSM. That's a lot easier to find people into. Um, I only know of a, of a couple people here in the D.C. area that are into it. Uh-huh. Um, it is part, it is a subset of a much larger interest slash fetish, which is fat admirism, which is people who are into fat people. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot more people who are into that. But the feederism is a smaller subset of it. So what, what's the terminology here? Feeders is one of them. Feeder is one of them. Um, and feed E is another one. Okay. That's the person who likes to be the one who's gaining the weight versus feeder is the one who's helping the other person gain or making someone else gain weight. Um, however, in the gay male communities, you oftentimes more often see the term um, gainer and encourager. Okay. For the feedy would be the gainer and the encourager would be the feeder. So. Now, I would imagine with it being such a, um, with our, uh, with the world being so much about losing weight, that there would actually be a stigma with this that you would have to overcome. Oh yeah, there's a huge stigma and you know, I'll come out to all your listenership here. Um, I never had a problem with the BDSM thing for myself, but the feederism thing is something that, in the fat fetish thing is something that I still struggle with sometimes. I'm pretty much out about it. I find that coming out and talking about it, especially like in very public venues, helps me, but I still sometimes revert in my own private sex life, even just playing with my partner and having problems, like not wanting to do the stuff. And he'll be like, no, no, really, it's okay, I swear. I'm like, yeah, but you're not into it, you're gonna find it weird. It's like, I don't, it's really okay. And so yeah, it can be really, really hard. Um, and it's also even hard to show people who prefer fat partners. I mean, there's the whole term gone hogging. I mean, look at how people, I mean, with the whole, with the Bill Clinton thing, uh-huh. with Monica Lewinsky, people are voting him now because he's fucking a fat chick, you know? I mean, she's not, she, even that, she's not that fat. She's, she's pretty cute, let me yeah. tell you, you know? So it's not like, so I mean, it's, 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 it is a big deal. And it's also really hard because we're surrounded constantly by fat is bad messages. And by if you're into fat, then that is, ew, then that's just sick things. I mean, we see 
weight loss ads everywhere. The Biggest Loser is a big team. It's just weight loss. You know, I mean, people even just even in the scene, it's hard for me when I hear people talking about their weight loss surgeries. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I respect their choices and they do with you know what they do with their own lives, and that's fine. But it's still, it's kind of like a, a very. Uh, one of the um, somebody who's into feeders and who's pretty big into it right. said once that for them when they see their lover lose weight it's like a farmer watching their crops dwindle in the fields huh. and that's, that's I loved that metaphor it's perfect for it because like yeah that's what it's like so yeah it can be really really hard to be a fat fetishist in a skinny loving world so for clarity's sake let me understand okay. what the actual fetish itself is okay. one person uh, uh, likes the other person to gain weight? Is it simple as that? This is how I put it. Um, feeders into the fetish where the idea of gaining weight, whether it's you or your partner, is arousing to you. Okay. And notice I put the idea because there is there is a myth that to be in a feederism that you automatically have to either be gaining weight yourself or, or making someone else gaining weight. And that is simply not true. Mm-hmm. The idea there, I mean, you don't have to, uh, you know, to be into BDSM, you have to, the idea has to get you off. You don't necessarily have to actually go out and do it. You can just fantasize about it. Right. And they're still kinky. It's the exact same way with feeders. And so it's the idea of either gaining weight or your or your partner, making your partner gain weight. Okay. So, so does that imply that the, the payoff, the hot part comes later when somebody steps on a scale or is it actually the the act of have eat this that's a really good question it's a bit of both um it can be hard it can be difficult finish to play with because if the payoff is the goal for you if that's what's hot for you that's not something you can do immediately Mm -hmm. so i mean for people who are are actively gaining it is kind of the term that's used for people who are actively gaining i mean there's there's a lot of you know measurement pics there's a lot of scale pics there's a lot of you know pictures of of women or men like measuring their body parts and then like and like comparison pics over the years as they've gained weight so there is definitely that aspect to it but it's also hot just knowing that you know that extra bite of cheesecake you're taking is going to go straight to your hips uh-huh. So, uh, that's a little reverse thinking, you know, because <laughs> most people are, ooh, that bite of cheesecake can't have it, it's going to go straight to my hips. Yeah. For the ones and I'm like, finish. yeah, that, that cheesecake's going to go right to your hips. And, oh, boy. Yay. <laughs> more loving, more squeezing. Yes. More, more soft, more squishy, more yummy, more stuff you can bury your hands and your face into. More, if, you know, if, if I'm on the bottom and you're on top, more of that weight on top of me. Mm-hmm. Maybe to, oh, yeah. Does it, you're getting me all excited here, guys. Well, good. <laughs> I see you bouncing. I like to, and we like to hear that we're getting people excited. Does it require, then, that you have a partner? Can you do this on your own? You can definitely do this on your own. Um, uh, sadly, you know, there are lots of, you know, feeders and feedies and um, mutual gainers seems to be the term. They don't really use, because there's not much crossover with the BDSM community, uh-huh. they don't seem to use the term switch. I prefer the term switch feed because I, you know, I come from the BDSM community, but uh, one of the words that's used on one of the, um, one of the websites is mutual gainer. So there's lots of them that are online that don't have partners that are you know, just looking for them. And, but it certainly doesn't stop people from using their erotic imaginations. Right. From, let's see here, common behaviors you can do. You can stuff your clothes with pillows. That's, that's a good one. Um, you 
can buy clothes that are too small for you and try to squeeze your way into them. Some people really like the bursting buttons thing. You know, uh-huh. you've got the buttons burst off. I've tried that. It's really hard to burst buttons. But, <laughs> <laughs> but some people just like to like puff their belly out. Some people like to, you know, sit down and have like a big gourmet meal or, you know, go to the Aldi Giddy Buffet and stuff themselves silly. Uh-huh. I've been known to do that on occasion, <laughs> yes. Um, some people really like to take Photoshop and take pictures of people and you know, use use like the growth and the drag tool to make them look bigger. Wow. Some people write porn. Some people write erotica for it. You know, or read erotica online. So, and there's lots of ways to do this on your own. Mm-hmm. You can also do it with a partner. You can have your partner tell you how fat you look. You can have your partner all basically all the things that people say that you would never want right. someone to say is the kind of stuff that turns me on. So the opposite no. of humiliation. It's not humiliation. No, yeah, that's thing. But it's, it's like, yes, I'm glad you get that because a lot of people don't. It's not humiliating, right? It's very hot for me. So if you were to tell me, God, your ass looks fucking huge in those pants, obviously there's context right. you know, involved. Right. You know, if some if some asshole came up to the street and said, dude, you're a fat fuck, you know, I'd be like, yeah, fuck you, asshole. At least I'm not, at least I'm not rude, thanks. But you know, but if you were to come up to me and be like, God, your ass looks really fat in those pants, I'd be like, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'd be drooling. Now we so, know so there you go. <laughs> Or someone's grabbing, squishing my rolls, you know, with bats. That's really hot. Um, playing with partners can be, you can set out a, there's a lot of role playing though, because like I said, you, well, you can't gain 500 pounds in a single sitting. It just, right. that, your body doesn't work that way. Nor would you want to, that'd be really dangerous. So, there's lots of role play involved with the whole, you know, setting up scenarios, maybe, you know, just saying, you know, sometimes, it's, sometimes weight gain, it happens through, you know, through eating, sometimes it's more of a magical thing, that you took some magical pill or something that suddenly you're ballooning up, that's a, that's nice for ballooning, suddenly you're ballooning <laughs> up to, numbers can be very big, you know, 200 pounds, 250 pounds, now you're 300 pounds, and, you know, saying about the way that, you know, you're, 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 your fat rolls are hanging down so that, you know, they're, you're starting to get a, um, what's on, I use the medical term, a pamis. That's, that's, that's the fat fold that hangs down. The apron? The apron, the apron <laughs> yes. You're starting to get an apron now. Oh, you know, you're starting to get, like, little chubby spots on the backs of your legs. The, the fat on the, on the back, when you put your elbow out straight, the fat's starting to hang down. You, okay, well, now and now you've blown up to, you know, 350 pounds, and you know, your waist just keeps being bigger and bigger as you see it spreading out in front of you. So there, there, there are ways you play with it with a partner, too. Or, you know, you might just go out to dinner. And when and when your partner is stuffed, you might just be like, "Come on, honey, just another bite." It's only a couple more bites in your plate. You can, you can eat that, can't you? Or oh, come, or oh, honey, I know you're stuffed, but the dessert looks so good, doesn't right. it? We should get dessert. I think we should get dessert. You know, there, there's a trick though. I mean, obviously, you don't want to overstuff to the point that you feel sick. I mean, that's no fun. I've done that one out a couple times. It's not fun. But um. So, so there's a balance there. You gotta find out, you know, when your partner when they say, "Oh, I'm feeling pretty full," it's like, "Well, how full? Pretty full? Can we push a little further?" Right, or, or is right. it like, "No, really, I'm done." I'm, and I always respect that. I'm like, "Okay, that's cool. I understand. You don't want to feel sick, and that's cool." So there are definitely great ways you can play with this with your partner or by yourself. And you know, there's certainly I've certainly gone to Taco Bell a couple of times and ordered, you know, like the ten taco burrito thing and seen how many I can eat. Uh-huh. So, there are there are 
are definitely ways you can play with this, you know, on your own Wow. So it's definitely something a little bit harder to find. If I wanted to get involved in this or learn more, where, where can I get some more information? Okay. Two really great websites. Dimensionsmagazine.com was an actual magazine that served the BBW community as well as the Peterson community. Okay. And they have forums, they have a, they have a chat site, they have they have really great porn. Oh god, they have good written porn. They have some of my favorite artists for this because it seems a lot of my favorite artists aren't people who take aren't picture artists, but they're um, like cartoonists. Okay. They, they do drawings. And another really great site for this is fantasytheater.com. It used to be based out of the UK, so there's lots of UK people on there. But excuse me, that's definitely a great place you can go. They have chat rooms, they have personal ad places, they have a forum, they have just like a little shout box thing on their front page that people talk on. So there's all sorts of there's you know all sorts of ways that you can track down the meet people. Oh, they they also now have stories. That's new. And so there's all sorts of ways that you can track down other people who are into this and meet them. And now both of these sites are they're not just feederism sites. They're a crossover. There are some people there who are not into feederism at all. Right. And there are some people who just, you know, they just, they may just be foodies and they like food. They may just, you know, be prefer fat partners or fat themselves and like people who like fat partners. Uh -huh. So, you know, it's not necessarily just going to be feederism. It's, you know, feederism and, you know, BBW, BHM for Big Handsome Man. So. Oh, okay. Okay. Very cool. BBWs, Big Beautiful Women. Yep. BHM, Big Handsome Man. There you go. <laughs> and another way, of course, I could learn more about this is by having Mary Kay, the sex yes. educator, come to my event and talk about it. How Indeed. can I get a hold of you? You can get a hold of me by sending an email to maryk.sexeducator.com. <laughs> it's been a long weekend. That is maryk.sexeducator at gmail.com. Fantastic. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate right, you coming back you. on the show with us. Thank you. Awesome. <laughs> so, am I too thin to be hot? <laughs> it's funny though. Erotic Awakening is sponsored in part by Adventures in Sexuality, Central Ohio's kinky fun group. Find out more at adventuresinsexuality.org. Erotic Awakening is proud to support the Leather Heart Foundation, a nonprofit organization created to provide charitable assistance to individuals of all sexual orientations in the leather, BDSM, and fetish community. You can donate or find out more at leatherheart.org. Music heard on Erotic Awakening, Free by White Knight, Strawberry Jam by Jerry Bradley, and Wanda by 31D1 is provided from the Podshow Podsafe Network. More information can be found at music.podshow.com.